Justin Fields' jerseys outsell Aaron Rodgers' jerseys. And while it may be petty, we're going to talk about it on today's episode. We're also talking about four veteran wide receivers the Chicago Bears could add if they are cut by their teams. And then we're going to go into the base safety prospects in this year's draft. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. I'm the host here, Hayes. Tuned into another daily episode. And, and Justin Fields' jersey uh, outsold Aaron Rodgers' jersey in the state of Wisconsin. And actually, Justin Fields was one of only four players to lead sales in three different states, joining Dak Prescott's, Patrick Mahomes, and Tom Brady. The Bears also, even though having uh, a record of only three and four team, finished six in overall sales behind only the Cowboys, Raiders, 49ers, Eagles, and, and Steelers. What does that mean? It means people are taking uh, awareness of the Chicago Bears, that people are looking at Justin Fields as maybe being that next great quarterback. What does it mean for stuff on the football field? Nothing. Uh, so, you know, it's just one of those things that, you know, you talk about. And the fact that Justin Fields is growing, his legend is growing, and the future is hugely bright for him, not only being the Chicago Bears franchise quarterback, but also just being a star and a recognizable player in the NFL overall. So I just wanted to take some time out to acknowledge that the Justin Fields is out here killing it. But let's get back to the football of it all, what we're here to talk about. And that is, I want to talk about, yesterday I talked about uh, Keenan Allen and his potential to be bought out and if he would be a nice acquisition for the Chicago Bears. Now, a lot of you guys in the comments talked about Ke uh, Keenan Allen and his, uh, his health. And, you know, it's a little bit mine, but I, I get it. He did have an unhealthy season last season. But in the last six seasons of the NFL, he's only missed nine games. So when we start talking, and seven of those were just last season. So when we're talking about player and their health, like, yes, every player in the NFL tends to be dinged up at some point in the season. But Keenan Allen, is not like he's been this hugely unhealthy player. He's guaranteed if he's on 100 receptions and he's getting you 1,000 yards for that. And in, for a player that you can get after he's cut and maybe at a reasonable contract, I was surprised at how many of you guys were against it, but hey, I understand that everybody has a different mindset, so I'm going to present to you four more wide receivers that could be bought out um, as their teams try to cut some cap space. These range between ages and things like that. The first one we're going to talk about is Tyler Boyd. Now, this is a uh, wide receiver. He played last year in Cincinnati. He had 58 receptions for 762 yards and five touchdowns. In 2023, he's going to be a cap hit of $10.1 million. Uh, if he's cut, he'll be a dead cap of $1.4 million, so they can save $8.9 million in cutting him. And because they're they're in it, their window of trying to compete, but because he's the third wide receiver, getting that type of money, um, you know, it, he could be a cap casualty. Now, uh, they have the fifth more, most cap space in the NFL at $35 million, so it's not like they're extremely hurting to just need to, like, like with Keenan Allen, his team needs to, to cut some cap, so it may be a little bit different for the Cincinnati Bengals, but he could be an interesting candidate for the Chicago Bears there. The next one is Adam Thielen. Now, this is a wide receiver out of Minnesota. Uh, he's 32 years old, so on the higher end of the age. Uh, 70 receptions last year for 716 uh, yards, six touchdowns. He's a cap hit of $19.9 million, but cap savings of $13.4 million if he's a post-June 1st cap. So, Again, he's he's a solid wide receiver. And again, none of these wide receivers are here to completely just make 
Justin Fields have the most amazing weapons, but they're there for depth pieces in, you know, maybe in the slot, maybe just to add some wide receiver depth if you're not quite, if the Bears aren't quite sure and Equinomy St. Brown or, or Vegas Jones and what they're able to do for this team next year. But he's definitely one that could come in. A veteran could come in there, uh, save the Vikings some money. Uh, and, you know, while they go into contract um, negotiations with Justin Jefferson, they may, they may need to cut some space. And Justin Jefferson is set to be, to maybe become the highest paid wide receiver in the league. So, you may you may need some of that, and there's already been some um, Instagram posts and things like that where the writing on the wall is that he's probably going to be cut. He could present an interesting uh, option for the Chicago Bears. Again, not anything long term. If he comes in at the right right price, 33 years old, uh, he's probably only going to play one season or, or so with the Chicago Bears, but he could be a solid uh, depth piece for the Chicago Bears team. The next one, Robert Woods. 30 years old, uh, wide receiver. He played in Tennessee last season, 53 receptions for 527 yards and only two touchdowns. Uh, the reason they may cut him is that a uh, 30-year-old uh, wide receiver set to be a cap hit of $14.6 million for that team. They can save $12 million by cutting him, even though they just acquired him a year ago. When you look at what the team's doing right now, Tennessee is $27 million over the salary cap. So that couldn't force them to make a cut and do something. So again. Um, and, and the thing with him as well, Ryan Poles was actually looking to, to acquire Robert Woods last offseason um, uh, before he went to the Titans. So he could look to do something that Ryan Poles revisit somebody he's already um, interested in. So maybe we see him coming to the Chicago Bears last. Michael Thomas from the Saints, 29 years old, 16 receptions for 171 yards, only three touchdowns. He's a cap hit for that team at $13 million. Um, so they could have some considerable savings for him if he's cut. Now, this is, again, he already had his contract re-constructed. Re, uh, uh, um, so, you know, they, they could could be some some signs there that they would be willing um, to, to sign him, especially with his injury concerns. And because he set the single-season reception record in two, 2019, it could be an interesting one. Um, because of his availability, he presents kind of the most most – interesting prospect for the Chicago Bears. Yes, injury concern, major red flag. Now, let me be clear here. The injury concerns are the biggest red flag of any player that I've said on this list. But if he's healthy, we know that the Bears are going to do their due diligence to look at their health. If he's healthy, maybe worth, worth the risk, the same kind of risk that Ryan Poles tried to take on Larry Ogunjobi last season before the injuries made them void that contract. So that's three more veteran options. Sorry, four more veteran options that the Chicago Bears could take a look at if they are indeed cut by their team. Next up, though, we're going to talk about um, the safety prospects in this NFL draft that the Bears could be in the Bears range. The first one we're going to talk about is Brian Branch. Now, he is the number one safety prospect in this draft, so it's highly unlikely he ends up falling to the Chicago Bears, but versatile defender, high-level uh, uh, runner. He, he, he can, he can uh, defend the run very well. Great football IQ. He doesn't get uh, necessarily turnovers the, the best, and he isn't the best in man coverage, but he's head and shoulders the best. He's a, uh, a safety out of Alabama. He's a junior, six foot, 193 pounds. But I expect him to be off the board before the Chicago Bears even get to get, be able to get to them unless they have safety on a high level. Uh, it's unlikely, though. Next up, Christopher Smith. This is a senior out of Georgia. Again, you guys know I love my Georgia defensive players. 5'11", five, five 190 pounds. Um, uh, a great IQ as far as at the safety position. Uh, he has positional versatility where he can play either safety position. Great at attacking the ball. Great at getting production. He's not the best tackler, though. 
and the slim frame may cause some concerns matched up against some of the bigger players. And he doesn't have the best arm length or reach either. So those are some of the concerns with him. Next up, Antonio Johnson. Now, this is a, a safety after, out of Texas A&M. Junior, he's 6'3", 195 pounds. This guy is a player. He offers the great size and speed versatility. He processes and reads offenses very well. A physical safety who has great tackling ability. Um, he doesn't always attack the ball the best. And the question around him is, does he have a true position at the NFL level? Those are some of the biggest question marks around him and his ability there. Next up, Jordan Battle. This is a safety out of Alabama. He was a senior, 6'1", 206 pounds. This guy, if any safety that's my favorite safety out of this that I definitely think could be at the Bears level, it's definitely Jordan Battle. He's projected to go around that 50th level, so he could be a second-round pick for the Bears if they decide to go that way. Completely uh, versatile back. He can be either safety position, which is important, especially because he's not going to come in as a starter right away. Very high IQ player. He's a fluid mover. He moves great. He's, he's a physical tackler. Some of the issues with him is just consistency and his ability in man coverage. He doesn't always play the best in man coverage, and that is some cause for concern, but he's probably my, one of my favorite, if not my the favorite prospect to kind of add to this team. So again, if you can bring him in, get him in your system, there's some things there. Next up, J.L. Skinner. This is a safety out of Boise State, 6'4", 218 pounds. This guy can ball. Can ball. The combination of height, weight, athleticism, speed, the motor, the physicality, he's great. Now, some of the things that he struggles with, change of direction. If you get a wide receiver that is great at that change of direction and quick change of speed, it can cause him some issues. He's also not the best in men coverage. And there's some concerns surrounding him as far as what would be the right scheme that he can fit in. There's some, some concerns that he would be a very specific, can only work in a very specific scheme. So those kind of concerns may uh, take some teams off of him. But again, it depends really on where, where you draft him at. He's, draft, he's projected to go anywhere between like in the 70s to the 100 range. If he tends to fall at the end of that range, he's definitely somebody that the Bears could and maybe should take a look at. Lastly on this list, and a bonus one, Brandon Joseph. This is a senior out of Notre Dame, 6'1", 192 pounds. This guy, great IQ especially in the passing game. He knows how to read quarterback's eyes, and that is something that you don't want to overlook. He has great instincts. He attacks the ball. He gets turnovers. He's probably the best safety out of anyone that I've talked about as far as creating turnovers. And when you look at the Chicago Bears defense, and as you guys know, I want to see this defense be back to the monsters of the midway. He can definitely fit into that. He has played in very complex defenses all uh, in all of college football. So he's a guy that you can come in, and he's going to understand that scheme and probably get that scheme right away Get that hits concept for the Chicago Bulls. He's a great tackler, amazing tackler, maybe the best tackler in, in this list right here. Now, some of the issues with him is that he seems to have hit a plateau, and it hasn't really been the growth in his game since 2020 when he was with North, uh, Northwestern, and that's kind of some of the concern for him. Is he going to be coming to the NFL, and is he going to produce, and then is he going to develop much, or is he kind of his finished product already right now? Um, some of the issues there... Uh, the run game. He's not the best in, in keeping his head up, knowing what to do in the run game. He doesn't really offer much support in that area. So that's a room for growth for him. And then open field tackling, especially at the safety position. Uh, there's some concern there, but he's a player that could play on the special teams right away. He offers some size, speed. He could be a great value depending on where you get him at. He can go in that 100 area as well. So again, there's some prospects the Chicago Bears could take a look at. 
in this upcoming draft to maybe just add some depth. Now, again, we we're, we're have a better idea of exactly where the Bears are going to go and what positions they're going to try to fill in the draft as we uh, get through free agency. But again, when you get into the draft, sometimes it's about taking the best talent available and doing some future forecasting. I like the players on this list. You guys can let me know what you think about them down below. But that is it for me for today on the daily episode. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bear Central on every social media platform. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearcentral.gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and or voicemail for our Friday mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. And like I liked in every episode on, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.